There's a social media war going on between Meta, Elon Musk, Twitter, and Mark Zuckerberg. Instagram's new social media platform, Threads, has exploded onto the stage with a compelling narrative of adoption and engagement. Launched about five days ago, Threads has already attracted about 100 million users, and it's growing. This accomplishment propels Threads into an elite bracket, far beyond ChatGPT, which took a full two months to amass a comparable user base. It's evident that Meta, the company behind Facebook and Instagram, has scored a significant victory with Threads, strategically launched amid a tumultuous period for Twitter. And the success of Threads isn't merely a question of user numbers. The platform is experiencing a tremendous surge in user engagement. A flurry of posts on diverse topics suggests that lively conversation and interaction is at the heart of Threads' burgeoning user base. Now, this activity defies initial expectations from industry insiders who predicted a slowdown after the app crossed 10 million downloads within the first seven hours of its launch. Now, the thriving popularity of Threads has been achieved despite the fact it is not yet globally available, not available in the European Union market due to regulatory constraints. Now, the prospect of future growth, though, once Threads finally debuts in the market, is huge. And we're going to get more in-depth on this in just a moment, so please stick around. Now, for potential Threads users, it's important to be aware of the app's deep integration with Instagram. This link is so strong that the deletion of a Threads account also requires the deletion of a connected Instagram profile. This aspect could certainly benefit from revision to allow for more user autonomy and flexibility while maintaining the connectivity that makes Threads so appealing. And I guess they're making a new edit button where you can delete your Threads account while still maintaining your Instagram account. Now, Threads' accelerated growth trajectory is undeniably impressive. So much so, the platform has given birth to a new sort of language in the realm of social media. The act of engaging conversation on Threads has been dubbed threading by its young demographic. And this is an example of the cultural impact that Threads has already made. Threads bask in the glow of early success. The platform, highly linked to Instagram, still in its infancy, is ripe with promise for the future. Android users in particular can be part of this forward momentum through the beta program available on Google Play Store, offering them a glimpse into the platform's evolutionary trajectory. In any beta testing phase, users should be prepared for instability or unusual behavior. Things might break. And despite these issues, participation in the beta program could offer a generally positive user experience for those that are in it. Now, upcoming features for Threads include a personalized feed option showing only followed accounts, enhanced account deletion flexibility, post search and editing capabilities, language translations, hashtags, and support for multiple accounts. And I believe the Twitter killer here could be if the edit button for free. You have to pay right now on Twitter to edit a tweet. And if Threads does this for free, there's no turning back. They got to go all in. And these forthcoming enhancements signal the trajectory of Threads to becoming a more thought out and comprehensive social media platform. Now, the success story of Threads raises a significant question. Will these early adopters become long-term engaged users? Early engagement data seems encouraging, but not quite at par with Twitter's user dynamism. A report from The Verge disclosed that two days after Threads launch, 
the platform's 30 million users had posted more than 95 million times and shared 190 million likes. This is impressive, yet it pales in comparison to Twitter users who tweet 500 million times per day in 2022. So Adam Mossery, head of Instagram, stated that Threads isn't trying to replace Twitter, though. Instead, it aims to create a unique space for Instagram communities who never fully integrated with Twitter, as well as those on other platforms seeking more civil spaces for discourse. Meta's strategy, it seems, is to attract a portion of Twitter's audience while creating a more advertiser-friendly platform with Threads. This involves curating an environment that does not amplify divisive content. Now, in Mossery's vision, Twitter and Threads aren't mutually exclusive. They coexist in the digital world. Each trying to increase user engagement and advertising revenue, users will ultimately decide what platforms they like better or whether they might require both platforms for different reasons and also for different audiences. And while Twitter may remain a source for news, Threads could emerge as a preferred platform for in-depth conversations and more friendly banter. A comparative study conducted by Alex Stamos, director of the Stanford Internet Observatory, revealed an intriguing trend, though. Despite having fewer followers on threads, Stamos's posts garnered more engagement on threads than on Twitter. This observation suggests that if Twitter users begin to recognize deeper, more meaningful conversations occurring on threads, Twitter's engagement could face a significant threat. The most substantial challenge to Twitter's user engagement seems to stem from within the platform. Mashable recently reported that Twitter has begun restricting previously free features to paid subscribers. Now, this shift has generated uncertainty among its predominantly free users, effectively pushing them to either subscribe or consider alternative platforms like Threads. Now, Threads, operating similarly to Twitter and offering seamless integration with Instagram followers, could present a lucrative alternative to disgruntled Twitter's users. Thread's commitment to actively responding to user feedback and continuously adding features based on this feedback could bolster the platform's appeal. The upcoming addition of popular Twitter features such as hashtags and search functions confirmed by Mossery only strengthens the attractiveness of people wanting to go over the threads. Now, in contrast to Thread's responsive approach, Twitter's executive, Yakarina remains confident of Twitter's unique and irreplaceable status. Despite this, the increasing traction of threads and focus on user feedback and the planned feature enhancements all point towards an increasingly dynamic and competitive social media landscape in the future. Now, threads early success is full of potential, and these platforms will be battling for a while to get user engagement and more users on their platforms. Strategic timing, engaging content, and ambitious future plans show that threads is in it for the long haul. We're in it for the long haul, too, and we'll be here for all the threads versus Twitter engagement here on this podcast. So please take a second and hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcast platform that you're on right now. I greatly appreciate it. it helps out the show tremendously. So thank you so much for doing that. And also thank you for spending your time here with me today. Elon Musk has officially launched his long anticipated AI venture, XAI. Now, the team behind XAI comprised of engineers from leading U.S. tech giants. It aims to challenge established counterparts by constructing an alternative to ChatGPT. Now, Musk, CEO of SpaceX, Tesla, and Twitter, has long expressed his concerns about the unregulated development of AI and its potential for civilizational destruction. Now he's aiming to create a maximally curious AI which seeks to understand the universe, an approach that Musk believes would inherently favor humanity. 
Now, in other news, during a recent visit to China, Musk reported that the nation seems eager to work with an international framework for AI regulation, marking another significant step in his advocacy for AI regulations and oversight. The launch of XAI heralds an era of more regulated and safer AI development, but also brings the promise of an AI that surpasses human intelligence in the next half decade, according to Musk. We'll explore these aspects in detail. And we'll talk about the future of AI. But first, we're going to take a quick commercial break. So stay tuned. And we'll be right back with more on this story. Welcome back, everybody. Now, Elon Musk, who's the CEO of Tesla, SpaceX, the head of Twitter. Now, he's building his portfolio even broader now. His leadership at Tesla, the EV company and clean energy company, he made that into a global recognized brand. While SpaceX continues to make strides in the aerospace sector teaming with NASA for missions to the moon, missions to low Earth orbit, the International Space Station, and eventually sending humans to Mars. Recently, his acquisition of Twitter has added a new dimension to his technological influence. But despite his various pursuits, Musk has consistently been a vocal critic of unregulated AI development. He has frequently called for a moratorium on AI's advancement and emphasize the urgency of sector-specific regulations. And Musk's reservations originated from his deep-rooted fears regarding AI's capacity for civilizational destruction, a concept that underscores the potential perils of unchecked technology. Now, in a live Twitter Spaces event on Wednesday, Musk laid out his blueprint for a safer AI. Instead of hardcoring a moral compass into the AI, Musk's XAI aims to nurture a maximally curious AI. Musk argued, if it, the AI, tried to understand the true nature of the universe, that's actually the best thing that I can come up with from an AI safety standpoint. He further expressed his belief that an AI with these characteristics would inherently favor humanity. The reasoning behind his viewpoint is that the complexity of human existence makes it far more interesting than its absence. Now, Musk also ventured a prediction that superintelligence or AI surpassing human intelligence could emerge in about a half a decade. Musk is no stranger to the AI field. He co-founded OpenAI, and that's the organization behind ChatGPT, and that was around 2015. And then he resigned from the board in 2018. Worth noting is that Microsoft, also a key player in AI, had invested heavily into OpenAI with billions of dollars. Now, as announced on its website, XAI plans to host a Twitter Spaces event July 14th aiming to keep the community informed and engaged. The team includes people from Google's DeepMind project and also from Microsoft. And in March, Musk registered a firm named X.AI Corp in Nevada, according to a state filing. The registration documentation lists Musk as a sole director, but Jared Birchall, the managing director of Musk's family office, as a secretary. Musk had previously mentioned in April that he planned to launch TruthGPT, an AI designed for ultimate truth-seeking in competition with Google's BARD and Microsoft's Bing AI, both of which aim to understand the universe's nature. Now, OpenAI's launch of the popular ChatGPT, Chatbot, in November last year catapulted generative AI into the spotlight. This development preceded the launch of both BARD and Bing AI. As part of the XAI initiative, Dan Hendricks will provide advisory support to the team. Currently, he is the director of the Center for AI Safety 
working on understanding and mitigating the risks associated with AI. Now, the newly founded company is distinct from XCorp, but the XAI website indicates a close working relationship with Twitter, Tesla, and other Elon Musk companies. The startup is also actively recruiting seasoned engineers and researchers in the San Francisco Bay Area. Now, simultaneously, Musk has revealed his insights on the international AI scene, speaking at a Twitter space event with U.S. Congressman Democrat Ro Khanna and Republican Mike Gallagher. Musk shared that China seemed enthusiastic about a collaborative international framework on AI regulation based on his recent conversations with them. Now, Musk has been an advocate for AI regulations and oversight for a while, which he also promoted during his meetings in China. And Musk's recent visit to China has been very instrumental in advancing his AI initiative. He met with Chinese officials, including the country's foreign commerce and industry ministers in Beijing and Chinese vice president as well. And after these interactions, Musk noted last month that the Chinese government might take steps to enforce AI regulations domestically. Now, this development follows an upsurge in investments and consumer interest in the booming AI market, especially after the introduction of OpenAI's ChatGPT and how it blew up. Several governments are now evaluating ways to mitigate the potential hazards of this rapidly emerging technology. AI has been around for a long time. But just recently, it's been getting into consumers' hands, and that's what's scaring people. And now regulators worldwide have found themselves in a race against time. They've been drafting rules to govern the use of generative AI, which can produce texts and images, and it scrapes certain websites and takes images and texts from those websites and puts them into large language models. And this potential impact of this technology is likened to that of the internet in the early days, making the need for effective regulation more urgent for those people than ever. Three high-profile figures, comedian Sarah Silverman and authors Christopher Golden and Richard Cadry, have filed lawsuits against OpenAI and Meta. The plaintiffs accuse both companies of copyright infringement, alleging their respective AI models were trained on illicit datasets containing their copyrighted works. And in other news, we delve into the world of social media surveillance, featuring the story of Jack Sweeney, a college student whose controversial activity of tracking Elon Musk's private jet led to his Twitter suspension. Undeterred, Sweeney has moved his plane tracking operation to Threads, a social media platform owned by Meta. Now, we'll be unpacking these events and discussing their potential implications for copyright law and privacy in the era of AI. And before we get into that, Please take a second and listen to some of our sponsors. They help us continue growing this show. So thank you so much for that. And also, if you could take a second, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're on right now. Helps us so much. So thank you for that. Welcome back, everybody. In a wave of controversial claims, comedian Sarah Silverman, authors Christopher Golden, and Richard Cadry have initiated legal proceedings against artificial intelligence conglomerate OpenAI and social media giant Meta. The litigants accused both companies of copyright infringement, and the lawsuit was filed in a U.S. district court. The plaintiffs contend that OpenAI's model, ChatGPT, and Meta's Llama were trained on illicit datasets encompassing their copyrighted works. These datasets were supposedly acquired from what the plaintiffs refer to as, quote, shadow library websites. Examples of these are Bibliotech, Library Genesis, and Z Library, amongst others, where the contested books are allegedly available in bulk via torrent systems. 
Now, Christopher Golden and Richard Kadri declined to comment, and Sarah Silverman's team remained silent when approached for a statement. The lawsuit against OpenAI provides evidence that, when prompted, Check PT summarized their copyrighted books. The summary is seen as a violation of the copyrights. Silverman's book Bedwetter, Golden's book, and Kadri's Sandman Slim are offered as examples. And the plaintiffs argue that the AI model never attempted to reproduce any of the copyright management information plaintiffs included with their published works. A separate lawsuit against Meta alleges that the author's works were present in the datasets Meta utilized to train its Llama models. Now, introduced in February, the Llama models are a collective of open-source AI models. The complaint meticulously argues the illegitimate origins of the database. Now, Meta's Llama model was trained on a dataset known as, quote, the pile, sourced from Luther AI. Now, Luther AI previously described the pile as being assembled from a copy of the contents of the Bibliotech private tracker. Now, the lawsuit argues that Bibliotech and other similar shadow libraries are flagrantly illegal. And the authors unanimously declare their lack of consent for the use of their copyrighted works as training material for these AI models. Both lawsuits comprise six counts of various types of copyright violations, negligence, unjust enrichment, and unfair competition. The litigants are seeking statutory damages, restitution of profits, and more. Now, the lawyers that are representing the plaintiffs on the L mitigation website, they acknowledge they've been contacted by writers, authors, and publishers expressing concern over ChatGPT's ability to generate text similar to that found and copyrighted to contextual materials, including thousands of books. Now, Savory has previously initiated litigation against AI companies on behalf of programmers and artists. Getty Images has also filed an AI lawsuit accusing Stability AI, the creator of the AI image generation tool Stable Diffusion, of training its model on millions of images protected by copyright. Savory and Budrick are also representing authors Mona Awad and Paul Tremblay in a comparable lawsuit against the same company. Now, these lawsuits not only pose a potential dilemma for OpenAI and other AI firms, but they challenge the very boundaries of copyright. As mentioned on the Vergecast, it's anticipated that lawsuits revolving around such copyright issues will continue to emerge in the coming years. Meta, OpenAI, and Joseph Savory Law Firm were contacted for comment, but they did not respond in time for this episode. Now let's move on to some Elon Musk news and some meta news and some threads news. And in related news, Jack Sweeney, the infamous college student who was suspended from Twitter for tracking the private jet of tech mogul Elon Musk, has shifted his tracking operations to meta threads. Sweeney, who faced multiple suspensions on Twitter, opened a new account on threads with the handle at Elon Musk's jet. The account has garnered over 13,000 followers at the time of this report. And Sweeney announced plans to make Post manually with the hope that Meta will allow auto posting on threads in the future. Before the suspension, he also tracked the private jet of Mark Zuckerberg via Twitter account, which was later suspended in December of 2022. Representatives for Meta did not respond immediately to our request for a comment. Sweeney rose to prominence in 2020 after he started tracking Elon Musk's private jet. His Twitter account, Elon Jet, gathered nearly 500,000 followers before being suspended. And Sweeney expanded his tracking activities to include other celebrities, including former President Donald Trump, Taylor Swift, and Kim Kardashian. His accounts were suspended following Twitter's ruling of a violation of its rules. Now, Musk responded to Sweeney's suspension by stating that 
Any account doxing real-time location info of anyone will be suspended as it is a physical safety violation. Musk later announced that legal action would be taken against Sweeney and organizations accused of endangering his family. In response to these events, Twitter updated its private information policy to restrict users from sharing individuals' live locations. Despite this, Sweeney has resumed posting on Musk's platform, albeit with a 24-hour delay on flight data. Now, despite the enthusiasm for threads, Sweeney has expressed dissatisfaction that he could not secure the handle at Elon Jet, even though it is currently unclaimed. As Elon Musk reveals a nearly 50% decline in advertising revenue, coupled with a substantial debt burden, which have kept Twitter's cash flow firmly in the negative. Now, despite optimistic predictions in March that Twitter could achieve positive cash flow by June, the reality has been a tougher nut to crack highlighting that the aggressive cost-cutting measures undertaken since Musk's acquisition of Twitter last October might not be enough. We'll be examining the reasons behind the slump, including widespread criticism over Twitter's content moderation policies that have led to an exodus of advertisers. We'll also discuss Musk's appointment of Linda Yaccarino as CEO and the controversial new scheme rewarding content creators with a share of ad revenue, a move that has already seen high-profile influencer Andrew Tate pocket over $20,000. But don't go away. We're just getting started. And we'll take a quick commercial break and be right back with more in-depth coverage of this unfolding story. So stay tuned. Twitter is in a slump. Now, there's a nearly 50% advertising revenue downturn and a substantial debt burden continuing to throttle Twitter's cash flow, according to a weekend statement by Elon Musk. Falling short of his optimistic projection in March, the social media giant could achieve a positive cash flow by June. They said, before we can indulge in the luxury of anything else, we need to attain positive cash flow. Musk responded to proposals of recapitalization, underscoring the financial challenges his company faces. Now, Musk's revelations reaffirm the tough road ahead for Twitter since its takeover in October last year. And as measures to reduce costs fall short in shifting the platform into a profitable territory, this hints at the recovery of Twitter's ad revenue being slower than what Musk had initially anticipated in his BC interview in April, suggesting a strong return of advertisers to the site. Now, after executing significant layoffs and making cuts on cloud service expenses, Musk had noted that the company managed to slash its non-debt expenditures to $1.5 billion, down from the projected $4.5 billion for 2023. However, Twitter continues to bear the brunt of a debt that resulted from the $44 billion deal that privatized the firm, with annual interest payments tallying around $1.5 billion. Now, Musk didn't provide a definitive time frame regarding the 50% reduction in ad revenue, but stated that Twitter was aiming to garner $3 billion in revenue for 2023, a notable dip from $5.1 billion in 2021. Critics have pointed at Twitter's lax content moderation policies as a contributing factor to the plunge in ad revenue. Following the withdrawal of numerous advertisers reluctant to have their promotions adjacent to inappropriate content. And in an attempt to boost ad sales, a crucial area for Twitter's future, Musk appointed Linda Yaccarino, the former ad chief at Comcast's NBC Universal as CEO. Despite the concentrated efforts on ramping up subscription revenue, Yaccarino, who assumed her role in June, revealed to investors that the company's focus would shift towards video, creator, and commerce partnerships. 
Furthermore, preliminary discussions have commenced with political and entertainment figures, payment services, and media publishers. And in an innovative move to attract more creators to the platform, Twitter announced on Thursday that select content creators would be eligible to receive a portion of the ad revenue generated by the company. Now, this initiative has already seen a high-profile influencer, Andrew Tate, receiving over $20,000. And Tate, currently facing rape and human trafficking charges in Romania, publicized a screenshot of the payment notifying, stating, Every penny goes to TatePledge.com. The funds distributed by Stripe represent Twitter's share of the ad revenue. Now, after a previous ban was lifted by Musk, Tate only resumed his Twitter activity in November, and the British influencer had been expelled from the platform in 2017 due to violations of the terms of service with provocative tweets. Upon Musk's intervention, though, Tate, along with several other suspended accounts, were reinstated to Twitter. Twitter representatives, however, have remained very silent in response to requests for comment from us regarding this issue. And Musk first introduced the payment scheme for content creators in June, claiming that X slash Twitter will start paying creators for ads served in their replies. And with an inaugural round of payments totaling $5 million, this scheme, however, is only open to those verified on the platform. The Washington Post reported that some of the first beneficiaries appear to be high-profile far influencers, sparking a wave of inquiries from Twitter users questioning the selection criteria. One user said, It's pretty lame there is no payout coming my way. That was Matt Navarra, a social media analyst, who claimed his Twitter account generated 61 million impressions since February 3rd, 2023, underscoring the ongoing controversy surrounding the platform's new revenue-sharing model. This scheme could lure such people as Mr. Beast and other high-profile YouTubers over to the Twitter platform so they can make more revenue with the work that they've done. And we're here to keep you up to date on any new revelations that happen on Twitter or any other Elon Musk companies. If you're interested in Elon Musk, Take a second and hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on right now. Sam Altman, founder of OpenAI, visionary with an ambitious plan to reshape the future of clean energy now. And his focus, Oclo, a groundbreaking nuclear technology startup, which has recently revealed its plans to go public next year. Altman, alongside former global banking CEO of Citigroup, Michael Klein, have co-founded a special purpose acquisition company, or NESPAC, known as Altsea Acquisition Corp facilitate the process. Now, Oclo, under Altman's stewardship, aims to revolutionize power generation by miniaturization of nuclear reactors, providing accessible clean energy to communities around the globe. Now, Oclo's nuclear fission technology involves creating micro-reactors housed in smaller power plants that generate nuclear power without creating nuclear waste at all. And if successful, this could allow remote locations to access power autonomously, a critical game changer in today's energy landscape. And with the upcoming public offering expected to inject $500 million into Oclo's operations, the company plans to expedite the construction of its first microreactor. Meanwhile, Altman, a known proponent of both AI and clean energy innovations, is invested significantly in Helion, another nuclear energy company, broadening his approach to advancing nuclear energy research. Now, stay tuned as we delve deeper into the nuclear energy topic and Sam Altman. We'll be taking a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be back shortly. More on Oclo's exciting journey and Sam Altman's vision for a clean energy future. Oclo's pursuit of clean energy begins with its attempt to miniaturize nuclear power generation. 
The company is currently working on perfecting the science behind nuclear fission, a process that is typically associated with huge traditional nuclear power plants. By reducing the scale of the reactor, Aklo seeks to create a more manageable and arguably a more safe version of the energy sources that we're used to. Established in 2013 by Carolyn Cochran and Jacob DeWitt, who currently serve as the chief operating officer and CEO respectively, Aklo had a serendipitous encounter with Altman in its founding year. It was through a meeting with DeWitt and Cochran that Altman discovered Aklo's potential, eventually inviting this startup to join Y Combinator, the renowned startup accelerator group. Now this encounter, as reported by CNBC, marked the beginning of Altman's involvement in Aklo's vision for the future of nuclear power. And since its founding, Aklo has raised approximately $50 million, with DeWitt disclosing this figure in a recent interview with Fortune. Data from the deal tracking website PitchBook further indicates that Aklo received an additional grant of around $420,000 from the U.S. Department of Energy. The upcoming public offering is expected to inject an additional $500 million into Aklo's coffers, earmarked for the construction of its first microreactor. Into its words, going public is anticipated to attract the right kind of financing and at a larger scale given the similarities of what's been done in other power generation technologies with similar power sales models. Aklo's business model is inspired by those of burgeoning renewable energy firms, which leverage their public status to attract financing. Aklo's unique approach to nuclear energy involves creating smaller power plants that house their micro-reactor technology. Based on the designs available on Aklo's website, these power plants will resemble Nordic mountain lodges. And beyond their aesthetically pleasing designs, these power plants have a transformative goal to generate nuclear power without creating any nuclear waste. And if successful, Aklo's micro-reactors could potentially operate autonomously, a critical feature considering their design for deployment in very remote locations. And according to DeWitt, Aklo's micro-reactors could serve two distinct markets in the future. The first comprises of facilities such as data centers and military bases that seek to boost their power capacity but lack access to an existing power grid. The second includes companies aiming to meet their decarbonization goals through innovative means. A promotional video featuring DeWitt's highlights Aklo's ambitious goals. They say building one plant is relatively easy. The fun part is thinking about how you build hundreds or even thousands. This underscores the company's large-scale aspirations for the future. Now, Aklo has already secured a permit from the Department of Energy to construct its first micro-reactor at the Idaho National Laboratory, a premier U.S. center for nuclear research. And the company expects this plant to be operational by about 2026 or 2027 and will receive used nuclear fuel from the laboratory to power its micro-reactor. For Altman, though, Aklo is only a part of his broader vision for the future. This vision, hinged on advancements in AI and energy, has spurred him to invest $375 million, his highest personal investment to date, at Helion, another nuclear energy company. And in return, Microsoft, which has reportedly invested $13 billion in open AI, that's also Altman's, recently agreed to purchase energy from Helion started in 2028. And in the grand scheme of things, Altman's simultaneous investments in Aklo and Helion represent a broader approach to advancing nuclear energy research. While Helion delves into nuclear fusion, which combines unstable atoms to create energy, Aklo works on nuclear fission, a process that releases energy by splitting atoms. 
And despite the infancy of nuclear fusion technology, a significant milestone was achieved in December of 2022 when scientists from the Department of Energy reported a net energy gain from a nuclear fusion reactor. In an interview with CNBC, Altman cited the lowering of energy costs as a key enabler of a better future for humanity. This perspective aligns with Altman's larger narrative, which has garnered attention following the release of the revolutionary AI language model ChatGPT in November. He said, I think we can have a much, much better world. And that's from Insider in April. Altman's future-focused thinking resonates with DeWitt and Okla. Altman's future-focused thinking resonates with DeWitt and Okla, with the CEO noting that such a perspective is what's really important to provide clarity on what problems to focus on while running the day-to-day -day operations of Oklo keeps DeWitt grounded in immediate concerns like plant construction and public offerings, the long-term vision of Altman inspires him to dream of a future where Oklo provides energy at planetary scales for a billion plus years. Now, thank you so much for listening to the show today. I really do appreciate your time and you spending it here with me. So please, if you could take a second and hit the subscriber follow button on whatever podcast platform that you're on right now, I'd greatly appreciate it. And also, as always, please take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you in the next one.